Well, in a week where Cameron, Paddy and Jolly go to London to celebrate the Queen's Jubilee, here's three full-timers to give you our season-long predictions. My name is Jarvie and I'm joined this week by Simon and Hammy. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. Um, aye, for, for anyone worried, first of all, about Paddy's concussion, sprained knee and broken cheekbone, he's absolutely fine. His family did have to take him to the hospital again shortly after we recorded last week. Apparently, all he would talk about was Balotelli. Um, <laughs> we did inform his mother that that was perfectly normal. <laughs> Um, as for Cameron, he's just still the biggest knobhead going. <laughs> um, aye. Uh, recording on a Monday night. I'm away with work tonight. Had a, a few drinks, won't lie. And so's Hammy, but that's perfectly normal. <laughs> Simon's up to something else. Um, by Monday night, boys, we play Ukraine on Wednesday for the first time in our lives as Scotsmen. We are the baddies. Um, no Stephen Kingsley. Craig Halkett's out. Just how much has Robbie Nielsen fucked us up post-split? <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a loaded question. <laughs> I'm a loaded guy tonight, boys. Robbie Nielsen? What's Robbie Nielsen done? <laughs> Do you mean Steve Clark? Yeah, well, that's the problem, Simon. What has Robbie Nielsen done? I know what tonight's going to be then. Yeah. Uh, but I, uh, I don't know. Craig Halkett out of the Scotland squad. Are you gutted? I don't think he's fit, you know. Oh, well, that's a good point. I, I won't lie. I forgot he's due an operation. Aye. But should Stephen Kingsley have been in there for Kieran Tierney? I think so. Yeah, I, when you see Stephen O'Donnell still in the squad, it makes you sick. Um, Liam Cooper's probably going to be the left sided centre back to Grant Hanley. Um, Stephen Kingsley, I know Liam Cooper's like the Leeds captain in that, but Stephen Kingsley's probably rivaling that level of ability, you know. He deserves it. Yep, there's a great season. He's not he's very rarely put a foot wrong at all. Um, so it's um disappointing, especially when we went with four keepers and all. Right. Aye. Ridiculous. <laughs> when you only need one. Aye. Realistically, you only need one. Hmm. Um, yeah, that was a bit shit. Um, in all seriousness, with, with the starting 11, do you think Stephen O'Donnell is going to start over Aaron Hickey? <laughs> I, honestly, I think he will. I, I, I do. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not saying I agree with that, but Clark has his players that he likes playing and ah, he does. It hmm. probably will be O'Donnell. I would prefer it to be Hickey. Um, who else? What other right backs? We've got Nathan Patterson. He's not really played though, has he? No. Ah, you can see hopefully Patterson's fit to start, but if it's if he's not, it's Stephen O'Donnell. Yeah. Um I'd be surprised to see Hickey start, but this could be the turning of the tide now. I would, like if Hickey starts now, that could be him locked in for over a decade. Does he play <laughs> sort of right wing back often? 
yeah, he's he's been playing um, right of a right fullback or right wing back like week in week out for like ten weeks basically. He's he's pretty much no longer on the left. All right, okay. So, any when he's featured for Scotland, he's been on the right as well, hasn't he? So, don't remember. <laughs> uh, he came off off the bench, I think, didn't he? Recently, and played at the. I was at the Poland side. game, but I do not remember. <laughs> yeah. All I remember is thinking, he is a lot bigger in person. <laughs> he's, he's filled out the young man. Aye. As soon as I said it, I'm pretty sure he did play on the left against Poland. But I think before, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he's been on the right as well. I'm, I'm looking at a transfer marked thing here, and there is quite a lot of, to be fair, there's quite a lot of right midfields and right backs. So he seems to switch quite a lot. So, I mean, if he can play against Juventus at right back, he should be all right in the Scotland squad. Exactly. Um, and playing against a Ukraine side, which has got players that haven't featured for their club for six months, um, circumstances, completely appreciate that. And we shouldn't chuck too much shade at them. <laughs> but no, it, it don't I, I, I mean, it's, it's different being the, the bad guys and seeing people like Graham Sunes come out saying that he's cheating on um, Ukraine and all that. That's absolutely nuts. It's a horrible situation, but this is a football game. Uh, I mean, it's borderline tin pot. We all know what's happened in Ukraine and completely support that. But it's still a game of football at the end of the day. You have to leave that stuff outside of it. You and can't get from a country, or buy. Aye. Like, we, we shouldn't be punished as well. Like, it's not, it's not like... It's just a weird thing to be doing, suggesting that and suggesting supporting Ukraine. I bet Sunes has been slagged for being Scottish or something. He's like, well, Ken, what? I don't even like Scotland. I actually want Ukraine to win. I mean, as, as English Scotsman go. <laughs> um, but the Broken Hearts podcast most definitely wants Scotland to hammer Ukraine. 100%. Aye. Aye. Um, and assuming we beat Ukraine, on Wednesday, we've got Wales on Sunday, which is a, a huge game. And Hammy, you've already booked tables. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. I may have also put down a £10 deposit. So if Scotland get beat, I'm £10 down. Or I go to the pub. <laughs> but... <laughs> Do you get like 50 pins each for the 20 of us that are booked to be scared? <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, I'll, I'll make a wee kitty. <laughs> <laughs> um... Aye, so it's a shame. I would have liked to have went down to Wales, but it's, it's all just a bit out of the blue. I feel like we weren't expecting these games. I just can't, I just can't afford to do, do like loads of away trips if I'm going away with Hearts, and the life's expensive right now, man. I know, but Ham, <laughs> Hammy could have drove us. <laughs> you know. All credit to these guys who follow these teams like everywhere because it must cost them an absolute fucking fortune. Yeah, they must also have very forgiving wives and partners. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely go to Glasgow. <laughs> but I guess that's probably understandable, if you know, you know. Um, so I we're, we're the bad guys for once. Um, don't know how, how that... Um, to be fair, we are usually the bad guys, This us three, but in terms of a nation... <laughs> Excuse me! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, bye. We'll, we'll see what happens. Eh? Mon the Scotland.
Uh, here, here's some transfer news, nice and early as expected. Uh, if you're looking for a centre back, we've got one, one, someone for you, Kai Rolls. Rolls, Kai Rolls. Um, he looks very good. He looks very, very good. good. Very good. Very nice. Friend of the podcast <laughs> at, at Ghana three o three two, aka Nick G, who's a jamble who lives in Australia. In all seriousness, it's described him as a the standout young defender in the A League, um, and basically said he's ready made to come in and replace Suter as that right sided centre back. And from the little montages I've seen, he looks silky as fuck. He's got a nice touch for a big man. <laughs> um, he's basically got everything we wish Toby Civic had. Sure, I like Toby Civic. He's just young. I was just thinking. Um... Aye, we never really can judge these players until we've seen them play a couple of games, I always feel. Um, you can get a sense pretty quickly, but it's always good to just wait and see. Mm-hmm. Um, Ham, are you happy to see Nielsen um, going, to, going into the market nice and early? Uh, yes. Potentially. Purely because this sounds like another Joe Savage one rather than Robbie Nielsen. I um, is out yeah. in Australia. I know, to be this, fair, this, that's like not contact. like me to say Nielsen. Right. <laughs> this, I, like I say, we, we've picked up Atkinson and Devlin, and, and like we've mentioned before, Atkinson, I think, has been pretty good. Devlin as well. Um, again, he's a young player nearly breaking into the international squad. It seems like the market, the exact market we should be going for. Um, so, yeah, good. I'm glad somebody's out there looking at these players because I feel like it's an underappreciated sort of setup in league as well. Australia have had some really good players come through. So mm. let's hope we can tap into that market. Yeah. You say come through, which is fine. But the, the A-League All-Stars lined up against Barcelona in the past week and Jason Cummings led the line. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's now declared for Australia as well, hasn't he? Yeah. National team. And Australians were gutty that he never got called up. What is going on? <laughs> what has happened? Mm. He's, he's just another six months before formally from getting linked to my heart in January. <laughs> <laughs> wow, one hundred percent. Now that we've like we're best pals with Australia as well, mm-hmm. January market, yeah. <laughs> it's not over till it's over. Um, but yeah, in all seriousness, it looks like quite an exciting signing. So I get him in. Get him in. If we get him a right-sided centre-back, if we get Stuart Finlay in to rotate with Craig Halkett at centre-centre-back, <laughs> you know, the, the depth is building. We are getting there. Um, Youngster Ewan Simpson is apparently going to Aston Villa for £250,000. A lot of money for a boy that's never even got near the first team. Eh? Aye. Excellent. Good luck, Tom. <laughs> what hope Austin, have you got Austin McPhee must have been watching him since he was 12 aye uh, I hope nothing but the best for him that's very very generous of you we'll just leave it at that um, <laughs> take the money uh, here, here's an interesting one then uh, Andrew McKinley has been in the press this week talking very openly a bit too openly if you ask me <laughs> um, he's been talking about building a twenty million pound training ground um, for Hearts, moving away from Rickerton and saying, "Ah, yeah, we're going to have all this money, yada yada." But at the same time, 
he's asked any farmers who are Hearts fans that have land <laughs> to give away to give it to Hearts so they can build <laughs> the training ground. I, I can't help but feel this is a bit of like manoeuvring on his part. Uh, like, oh, we might leave if you didn't give us what we want. We're going to leave. Why would I, they? Why would they move for there? It seems. I was it he was saying something about we we had to we couldn't get pitches because we need to book them and stuff like that and I, I can't see how that's I'm sure there's somebody at heart who can have that job I'm going to book Aye. the pitches for the next couple of weeks like an admin person I or just someone speak to whoever fucking operates it and just go <laughs> can we just book this for the year for the season please like nah right twenty million we're building it in like <laughs> because. <laughs> Hearts don't spend twenty million on a, like a fucking development, and this first team not suffer for that. Ah, yeah. There's no way Hearts can just pile in twenty million and just be like, "Don't worry, the first team expenses aren't being touched." <laughs> I'm really concerned about Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> if, if the players are throwing another record in on the Tuesday morning, and record receptions turning all the first team away, saying "Sorry, boys," the the record and badminton, badminton teams actually booked that pitch out today <laughs> for a friendly. Fuck off. <laughs> that's quite concerning. Maybe that's what maybe maybe what happened was McKinley booked a pitch for the season, but he forgot about post split. So post split, we had nowhere to train, and that explains the big slump. <laughs> I think you've cracked it. Thank you. Yeah. So that's definitely cracked. Yeah. Also, twenty million pounds. We're getting circa five million a year in Europe. We get that for five years. It's like all the European money on a training ground. Just spend it on Balotelli. Come on, <laughs> cure Paddy. Come on. Um. Also, Anne Budge has been in the press as well. They're all fucking coming out now. Anne Budge has been in the press. (laughs) She actually said, probably to Barry Anderson, about us becoming a European super club over the next five years. We've literally finished third once. (laughs) Everyone just calmed down. Hey, ambition. Ambition. I love it. Aye. I mean, you're telling me, but (laughs) come on, Anne. It's not like anyone's ever had a five-year plan at Hearts and for it to just seem absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. Said last week, if it wasn't for Interpol. <laughs> uh, Andrew McKinley, again, he, he went into far too much information. This very much felt like a conversation for behind closed doors only. But he was even talking about squad depth, which I feel isn't his department. And he said that the, the European money means that we will increase the, the squad size by net three players, right? And going uh-huh. out, as it stands, we've got Peter Haring, John Suter, Taylor Moore, Ben Woodburn, Alex Cochran, Ellis Sims, which is six players, plus three, which means we've got nine signings to be excited about. Do you, think, do you think he meant just the actual players who are under contract and not the loan players? No, I mean, when you think about it, it's such a small squad and we need to expand that squad for Europe. I think we will be looking at a nine signing region. Yeah. How many of them do you think will be loans? Maybe three. Only three? Three or four. What's the limit? Loans. 
I've not played like football manager in a while. <laughs> I, I play it every day. I think it's six. <laughs> Six, possibly six loan signings. <laughs> I think we'll try and get as many as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. They worked out for us. Like I, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't like loan signings. I'd rather we didn't. But at the same time, it's less risk. Yeah, of our size. It's ah, uh, it's a right. It's a, it's an annoying one. Mm-hmm. Well, one man which may be rejoining Hearts on loan is Ella Sims, but. Certain red-headed papers this week have been displaying a very clickbaity article saying that Rangers will be signing Ellis Sims. But if you dare to open that article, apparently, I haven't read it, but apparently it's just Kenny Miller saying that Rangers should sign Ellis Sims. <laughs> Aye. Fuck, like, whoever pays attention to any of those things just need to get a life. <laughs> mm. But Hart's Twitter was uh, rife on Sunday night. Very worried. <laughs> Just let it. it wash over you guys. It's fucking waste of time. <laughs> Ignore them. Ignore Aye. anything they say. Um, here, here's a wee laugh for you. Cole Stockton to Hibs. <laughs> uh, mediocre striker and even worse at fancy dress. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, it's nice to be able to... Um, not have to worry about that right now. I mean, he was no Connor Washington. <laughs> no. I'd be worried if they were signing Connor Washington. He's a 20 goal a season championship. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I am worried's not the word. I am looking forward to Hibs next season as it stands. Did you just forget how to speak English for a second? <laughs> it, it wouldn't be new. <laughs> Wouldn't be anything. Um, rattling through here, um, goal involvement for the season. I've got there was a you've maybe even seen it. There was a graphic doing the rounds of our top four players for the season. This is goals and assists, obviously. Uh, Liam Boyce is number one, twenty-one goals and assists. Who do you think is number two? Mr. McKay. Barry McKay, just with the assists. So he's a number. How many did he score? One or two? Two, I think. I'm sure he got like 10, 11 10 assists. assists. So 14. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Hammy. 14. I think it was two goals. I can only remember the volley. I'm sure he scored another one. Ah, I think he did. Yeah. So you're talking 12 assists, which is incredible, considering he never hit form until December. He got signed in September. But people are worried about him. People are worried about him. (laughs) Uh, Number three, Hazard, I guess. I want to say GMS. Um, Peter Harren. Hammy, you're right with GMS. I knew it was GMS. I just didn't want to go to the same guy. (laughs) Uh, Any, he's a a figure, Hammy. What's your goals and assists? What do you know? Oh. I think it's a bit of a drop. Eight. You're not far away. It's 10 in total. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't have the breakdown in front of me, but it was 10, 10 goals and assists. I think he might have scored two as well. Aye. He was certainly doing well with the assists and then he, he sort of got dropped. So. Mm-hmm. And number four. Hammy's got the hot hand. Uh, oh, wait, is it Kingsley? No. 
Oh. You think it's Harding Simon? Ella Sims. No, it's Josh Janelli. Janelli with nine. Fair enough. And again, I'm sure. Is this in all competitions? Has to be. Ah, it will, yeah, it will be because boys yeah, twenty-one, 21 for boys, side it would be, yeah. Um, but I Janelli with nine again. I'm sure three, maybe four goals for Janelli. I want to say so, five or six or seven assists for <laughs> all competitions all season for Janelli. There you go. That's uh, it. Then dwindles from there. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. We're getting to like fifth place. Yeah. No, we're done. Don't worry. I'm not going to start. I'm not going to keep going. <laughs> um, we love to talk about the the Lowland League on the podcast, and we've been quite worried that we were going to have to start up a second podcast a week if we did split <laughs> to another team. Um, thankfully, the Lowland League has rejected it, rejected our Colts team joining, and now Celtic and Rangers face the the hacks too. So it looks like we threw a spanner in the works and the works has exploded. I think I think we shouldn't be allowed to enter in a higher level as the Lowland League. We should get added on to the bottom league. Or like the public. Like if the Colts <laughs> if the Colts are like just put into the league, you'd feel shan for like Trinity Juniors. It was nice seeing like all their tweets this weekend. So Aye, I was quite glad that Hearts didn't get it. Hmm. I would have liked going to watch the Colts versus well, Bonnie Riggs just got promoted. I was about to say versus the, the Rosé Posies. <laughs> no such luck. Lone Lifko Rose in that. Um, but aye, I know Paddy is very much against the Lowland League because he's so anti-authority. So He's <laughs> not against the Lowland League, he's against the Colts team. <laughs> no issue with the Lowland League. Paddy hates anything other than the elite football. <laughs> no, Paddy's just anti-authority. He hates anyone telling him what to do. <laughs> um, I, I think now that this has been rejected, watch Celtic and Rangers now suggest a reserve league and watch that get started for next season. I think that's perfect for Hearts. We've got a bit yeah. of a bigger squad. Yeah. Our players are fit. We've got some fringe players. We've got some under-18 players that can go and play in the reserve week, uh, league every week. Well, like, like Hopefully that'll, that'll show that some of these young players are good enough to get the chance in the Premier League when it, when it comes up because right now there's no opportunity other than, what, like two games in the League Cup. Mm-hmm. So hopefully... Exactly. So we shall see. Connor Smith is getting a new deal from Hearts. He's a very successful loan spell at Queen's Park Rangers, scored in their playoff final against Scott McGill's Airdrie, and he's had a Scotland under-21s call-up this season. He's generally been very solid, um, and apparently he's signing this deal expecting to be in and around our first team next season. Again, need more depth. Sound good? Do you remember he played at Celtic Park? Mm-hmm. And he was doing like wee Christ turns and and skinning folk. He looked quality, so that's it's good to hear that it's still, aye, it's still working out for him. And I've not seen anything that suggests he doesn't deserve a a chance. Aye, that's it. And he's in a position that we actually need players. Mm-hmm. 
that sort of like creative in between the strikers and the, the centre of the park. Yeah. Well, it's good luck to him. Hopefully he has a smash in pre-season. Maybe that spell for Queen's Park Rangers will kick him on, you know? Yep, defo. We shall see. Could have said the same for Chris Hamlin. <laughs> Could oh. have been sitting here talking about how fantastic a season he's just had. Harding's on his way out. We'll always see him in the first team, but no. <laughs> I know. It's it's horrible, isn't it? It always feels unfair when players get released, but good yeah. luck to him. He'll get a club name bother. He was really good for him, oh, so he'll be good. And I'm sure he'll pop up. St. Johnston or Livingston. Watch this in space. And Death if he doesn't, I need to get a job in football agency because I could sell him <laughs> in. <laughs> sell him into those clubs. Despite only being four foot eleven, I could sell him. <laughs> Don't listen to what the critics say. Exactly. <laughs> Right. Are you ready to talk about some season-long predictions? Oh, perfect. Um, yeah. Listeners, there, there's a reason why you haven't seen any polls on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> in the last week. You, you'll find out very shortly. Um, if you want to go back <laughs> and listen to the predictions episode that's numbered 49, um, that, it was 49, <laughs> and at that time of recording... <laughs> This is where we were in life as a Hearts fan. We were speaking extensively about Luke de Moore, um, and wondering if he could be play in our in our squad for the Cinch Premiership um, after some good preseason appearances. Um, but we were recording just after getting beat off Sunderland in a friendly at Tincastle, where Aidan McGeady scored two. Um, we pondered what Jamie Walker's season was going to look like. He was still an impact sub, but scoring at the time. Um, and with the 50th episode, a big podcast for us upcoming, absolutely none of the boys made an effort to get a special guest. <laughs> I put all my, all my eggs in one basket and asked Andy Irvin if he would like to come on and do a shoot interview about Hearts, and he didn't even read my message on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what it was we recorded the Monday after we attended our first game in 17 months that Inverness game in the sunshine oh yeah yeah okay. so it's from the 27th of July 2021 on Spotify just if anyone wants to find it as well mm-hmm. uh, at um, that time Jambo's kickback was very much Nielsen out nothing changes <laughs> Uh, final thing on where we were at we were worried that we'll come on to this with our picks we were very concerned about the lack of signings and again we spoke extensively about Pepescu and wondered if he was good enough to be a left-sided centre-back for us in the Premiership (laughs) (laughs) Prediction number one what position will Hearts finish in? Oh, no. Cameron said, fifth place. Simon said, that's ambitious. <laughs> Simon said, sixth place. Hammy said, eighth place, and Robbie Nielsen will not get sacked. <laughs> Cameron said, I trade my fifth place for eighth in a Scottish Cup. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, we almost got third in a Scottish Cup. Oh, I said I said fifth as well, and Paddy, Paddy said first place. 
<laughs> he was the winner. <laughs> We've got to give Paddy the point. Aye, man, he was the he was the closest. I'd say. I know Hammy. obviously it's just as close. Yeah, but Hammy, first feels like it's closer. How many points will Hearts get? Hammy, tell me. How many points did we finish on? 61 points. 61. So we've got Hammy's prediction, 45 points for the season. Simon went slightly higher, 48 points for the season. <laughs> Cameron, being the usual knobhead that he is, went in between you at 46. Uh, ah, I went 49 and I explained okay. that I was... 12 wins, 12 draws and 14 losses because I thought we'd be shite away from home as usual. And Paddy predicted 100 points. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got to say, considering the context of where we were at his life as Hearts fans, that's another point for Paddy. <laughs> Definitely. Um, best newcomer and listener, this is why we've not done a poll. Because at the time of recording, this is unbelievable. We were going into our first league game of the season. We'd only signed Alex Cochran. That's nuts. Considering how many players we got in. Yeah. Um, Later that week, we signed Benny Beningame. And then we played Celtic and beat them 2-1 at Tynecastle. I remember it. It was crazy. But at the time of recording, it was only Alex Cochran... Um, I'm sure on the table we offered up Ross Stewart, the keeper, as a potential pick, and Josh Janelli since he missed most of the championship injured, and Peter Haring because he just never got his game in the championship, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, so it's nil and point. <laughs> who was um, the best newcomer? I was, well, I was going to say, who do you think the best newcomer is? Yes. Mackay. Barry Mackay. Bye. It's impossible to see past Barry Mackay. Yeah. Um, putting him aside, who do you think? Who, who's second? Because he feels like a bit of a... He runs a wee bit. Well, you've got Benny. You've got Devlin. Um, it's between Benny or Devlin for me. Yeah. Who else? Taylor Moore, Alex Cochran, Woodburn. Um... Ellis Sims. Sims, he'd be up there. I, I think it goes um, Barry Mackay and then Devlin and Benny interchangeable, depending who you prefer. And then it'll probably go to a couple of tiers below that. Cochran's had a good, most, most part of a good season. He's probably up there as well, um, behind Benny. Yeah. He's probably played the most games out of them all, other than Mackay or is there about some Mackay? Aye. Mm-hmm. Uh, Could find it, but why would we? <laughs> Listeners, you, you don't come here for the facts. If you, want, <laughs> if you want the facts, that's what you've got your wee phone for. Um, I'd give uh, LSM second, uh, well, not second, but third. No, wait. Mackay's best newcomer. Aye, second best newcomer, LSM's. <laughs> just because he's not so... over Benny and Devlin I fuck them <laughs> <laughs> who likes a wee Ian Black central midfielder <laughs> <laughs> all about the goals 
Um, the new hammer of the hips. Come back, Ella Sims. And if you join the Rangers, I swear to God. <laughs> Alex Cochran made more appearances than Barry McKay this season. Thought he might have fine. Well done. Because McKay wasn't the start until like the start of October. Aye, fair. Eh? Um, most improved <laughs> player. So at the time of recording, this was everyone apart from Alex Cochran because we'd only signed one player. Your predictions were Cameron, GMS, <laughs> um, has potential for a big season. He said that the bar was low. He said um, the um, he said his pick would have been Popescu. He said he was close to picking Popescu. <laughs> Listen to this. Because he said, sky's the limit. And then Simon said, no, working at sky's the limit. <laughs> <laughs> the shade. Um, Hammy, Andy Halliday, because he was shite in the championship. Um, yeah, Andy Halliday had a quite a good season. To be fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my pick was also Andy Halliday. I said it took him ages to get fit. And he could be a surprise big player for us, which was very accurate because I, I know football so well. Um, Simon, <laughs> Simon, you said Peter Haring because he barely played in the championship, which is nuts to think about now. Um, and you said they'll improve because he'll be playing potentially week in, week out. You're running wrong there again because you and the Broken Hearts podcast talk so much sense. And... <laughs> um, Oh, actually, Simon, sorry. That's what that was your comments on Peter Haring, but that wasn't your pick. Your pick oh, was fuck. your pick was Ewan Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> and I Nothing. swear to Simon, go back and listen to the podcast. You know what you said? I, I'm not making this up. You said it will be hilarious when we listen back to this, and he's at Aloha or something. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I knew exactly what's going on. I made two good picks. <laughs> Crazy. Um, who who are we thinking is our most improved player then? To summarize, well, if that, I didn't if I didn't pick Haring, it's got to be Halliday. Uh, GMS Halliday, Haringer, you and Henderson to throw names out there. <laughs> I say GMS or Halliday. I'm easy about either of them. I mean. I've not really got a dog in this fight, so I would say uh, Halliday 100%. Oh, wait, I had, uh, yeah, Halliday. Halliday's been great. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> you don't have a dog in this fight. It's literally two dogs fighting. One of the dogs. <laughs> you literally brought up one of the dogs. You call Halliday a dog? Here, That's another fact for you, which I find unbelievable. Peter Haring, just going on this season as well, mind we said they didn't play a lot, he again, he's played more games than Alex Cochran and Barry McKay. Has he? Uh, played rapid, eh? I mean, how many games did he play in the championship? He so he's made 41 appearances, that includes sub appearances. 41 appearances, uh, he only made 19 last year. That's crazy. Now, just for like a control, Craig Gordon's made 46 appearances. Hands only played five games less. Or appeared in fact. All games. bar two games. I'm sure he's only missed two games this season, Craig Gordon. He was ill for one and on the bench recently when Ross Stewart when got a run out and confirmed that we definitely need a new backup keeper. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> confirmed that he's a world of football keeper. <laughs> um, so, 
So what? Andy Halliday or Peter Haring? Who's most improved? Who cares? GMS. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to GMS third on the assists goals. Is that, that's a good season. Well, that's very true. And that, and you know what? That sets us up nicely because the next predictions were most assists. And to kick us off, here's Cameron with GMS. He said he takes all our free kicks and corners. So you remember GMS? Hanny, you went with Liam Boyce. And Cameron said, well, who's going to, um, who's he going to be setting up like himself? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also went with Liam Boyce. I said that you'll have 15 goals and 15 assists and <laughs> get signed by a big, big club in the summer. <laughs> uh, have you got the, the actual stats in front of you, Hanny? Because I don't at this time. What was the, the fight? I know it was Boyce, but what was the number of assists? Liam Boyce in all competitions ended up with five assists, 16 right. goals. Well, there you have it. And he's had a shite season, remember? To, I would say, a large portion of fans. 90% of Jambles kickback would like to see <laughs> Liam Boyce released this summer. Liableless. <laughs> Stats brought to you by Hazy Dean <laughs> by Brewdog. <laughs> Hammy, tell me who had the most assists for Hearts this season? This season, the top assist maker for Hearts is Barry Mackay with 12. We spoke about it earlier. We literally spoke about it earlier. I know we did, Simon, but the audio is cutting out because I'm in a tin pot premiere and that's closer to looting than Edinburgh and I don't like it. I had gravy served with my burger and chips earlier and I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, right, well, there you go. Most assists was Barry Mackay. We hadn't even signed them at the time of recording, so the winner is me. <laughs> um, most goals... And this was specifically just for the league. Okay. I seem to have went first and I said Liam Boyce will have 14 league goals this season. And I was absolutely ridiculed by the Broken Hearts <laughs> podcast. Um, Cameron said, oh, I can't even understand my notes. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> So I said Liam Boyce would have 14 league goals and Cameron said that it was so unrealistic that if Liam Boyce had a performance like that, it would be real madridalistic. Moving on. (laughs) Simon, you know what you said? I had to challenge you to see if you were confirming if this was true or not. You said our top goal scorer for the season would be Craig Halkett with four goals. (laughs) <laughs> we really didn't think much eh? it was a different time it really was a different time um, yeah. Hammy you weren't much better you said GMS <laughs> you said GMS <laughs> with seven goals 
what a dark timeline that would have been. Um, Cameron again, Jamie Walker. He said he thought he was going to break into that <laughs> first team. Um, he was saying Jamie Walker. Play. <laughs> yeah, well, at the time, Jamie Walker was coming off the bench and scoring week in week out. Um, he was considering Jamie Walker with seven, but he changed his mind quite sensibly and he decided to go with Armand Nandwili with eight. <laughs> and you know what's embarrassing? We all chipped in here and we all spoke about how under the radar Nandwili was going into that premiership season. <laughs> we said he's a big physical centre forward and uh, he was under the radar and he could have a, a lovely season in the big physical cinch <laughs> Well, steal it or Nandwili. Paddy said Liam Boyce with 30. (laughs) Paddy wins. Paddy wins. (laughs) Uh, It gets worse. (laughs) It gets worse. Young player of the season, Simon Ewan Henderson. Cameron Ewan Henderson. Me, Finlay Pollock. <laughs> uh, Paddy said Michael Smith. <laughs> Hammy, you, you were the only, you, you were like a little cheating bastard, just like the by yourself, because you said Alex Cochran. <laughs> you know who gets the point again? Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, here is the player of the season predictions. This one's actually not too bad. Simon, you went with Craig Gordon. I went with Craig Gordon. Paddy went with Craig Gordon. And <laughs> spot the Tories, Hammy and Cameron went for John Souter. Said, I'd like to see him back in the Scotland squad. I mean, we're right. But... <laughs> Absolutely, you just made no point. <laughs> Aye, you, you didn't know what was to come. You would have assumed that he, he, he would have felt it in his heart to sign a new deal back then, eh? just coming back from injury. Right. But no, uh, I lost quite a lot of money at this point after recording. <laughs> um, how many goal? How many league goals did Liam Boy score? Liam Boy got ten league goals altogether. Okay, so Simon and I had a bet. We set a line of twelve league goals, and it was five pound either way. I had the over. Simon had the lower. Um, so he scored ten. So I owe Simon ten pounds. Okay. Right. Bye. Happy now. Drinks on Sunday. Drinks on Sunday. <laughs> um, Hammy pointed out that Odison Edward was the top goal scorer the previous season, 18. Then I said, well, all roads have to lead to voice because we haven't signed anyone. <laughs> um, Cameron and I had had a very drunk conversation just previous to recording about Finlay Pollock. And if you listen back to the episode, it's so confusing, us trying to work out this fucking bit. There'll be an over-under on minutes played by Finlay Pollock this season. There was a £20 straight bet on him featuring for Hearts 
for 600 minutes across the season, which is the equivalent of about seven full games or multiple sub-appearances. I felt it was worth a gamble myself. I was obviously, the minutes played, I felt he could potentially be a starter for, a, for us the whole season. And I even commented on uh, the fact that I don't think he'll be sent out on loan somewhere like Art Brof in the next week. He never played <laughs> one minute for Hearts. <laughs> You're just a wee bit too early in his his career, I think. Aye. But you know what? Cameron's not getting the 20 quid. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Because he's a part-time bastard. <laughs> That's he's fine. If he doesn't want to come on the podcast, he's not getting winners. <laughs> That's it. What's he going to do like? <laughs> What's he going to do about it? <laughs> I'm only joking. I'll pay my juice. Um, yes, yeah, so that was our season on predictions. Um, as you know, Paddy is not on the podcast tonight, but he did send me something to read out at this time, and here it is. Paddy said, I'm working until nine o'clock tonight. We start our recordings at eight o'clock. I said, so he said, I'm working till nine tonight, mate. So here are my closing thoughts on the season. Told you all hearts would win the league. Not only, <laughs> not only did lowly underdog Celtic win the league, but they also made the NBA finals, showing that grit, determination, and billions of pounds will lead to glory. And on Celtic getting to the NBA finals, he asks, should Hart set up a basketball team and take a further <laughs> leap forward in global domination? <laughs> he also says, fuck stairs and smelly home-wrecking cats. <laughs> he really hit his head hard, eh? Hard as in work just I'm like a, I'm liking new body. <laughs> I love it. What's Hammy, what's your thoughts on Hearts getting into the basketball sporting world? <laughs> um, I, I I I know nothing about basketball, so you know this no. could be this could be the opening door that I need to get into my B ball. Um the old Edinburgh Hearts living up. Go for it. Surely if if Andrew McKinley is building a twenty million pound training centre on free farmland, surely we can build a wee basketball court. Uh, Ken, who loved basketball? A boo. He would have done it. <laughs> Is basketball not like the biggest sport in Lithuania? Exactly. Right. See, um, I've listened to Billy Brown on a podcast talking about how him and Jim Jeffries went to Lithuania and watched Romanov win, like it was like the World Cup of Basketball seniors. <laughs> And Romanov funded the whole Lithuania team, their whole tournament, and he came on for the last two minutes just to get a gold medal. <laughs> Imagine that was your boss. What a man. You would if you could. Ah, okay. That was, that was our season on predictions. I think we just need to say congratulations, Paddy. Aye, what a man. We were, we were pretty pessimistic, but with due cause, because it was not looking great at that point. Um, was this just after the? Uh, it was after the league cup, wasn't it? And we'd we'd properly like 
struggled. It was who was that last League Cup game when Jimmy Walker came on and scored? Was it Inverness? Or? Inverness, we were there. Ah, uh, and uh, we needed to score like one more goal, and we would have been seeded, and right. everyone was fucking raging, and it did it looked a bit pishly. But mm-hmm. no, what a season it turned into. Fair play. Aye, fair play is pretty much the word, I guess. Simon, a season in review. Are you happy as a wee jambo? I know the know the um, the sort of cup finals are a distant memory. Um, you can sort of enjoy the fact that it was actually one of the best seasons we've had in fucking ages. Um, aye, I had a great time. Uh, some new fan favourites. There's some players to actually get excited by. Um, there's an obvious path of improvement. We've got European football. It, it seems like it's a good time for Hearts. Ami, anything to add? No, not really. I just hope that we um, we build on this. Last time we finished third, talked about five-year plans. At the end of the five-year, we got relegated. So I would prefer us not to do that again. Um, but I think we now have the... Um, good foundations at the club and I don't necessarily mean from the manager and playing staff but behind the doors mm-hmm. I think there is some really good even like McKinley and things I think they, they seem to know what they're talking about now No, McKinley um, clearly doesn't Here, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he wants to build £20 million pound training okay. centres then came up go for um, with he doesn't, does he don't realise it only costs like things. £60 an hour to hire a pitch <laughs> um, very good season let's build on it let's get some European jollies um, and let's get a trophy let's just fucking find let's three in a row lost let's fucking day it next season Balotelli leading the line fuck the training centre 20 million in that Do you, I mean if we're playing twice a week do we really need to train <laughs> Has Andrew McKinley thought about that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Very early season, not not predictions, but what's your immediate thoughts next season? The squad's going to be, I guess you could say, stretched with the the European games. Are you in a position where you just don't want us to see embarrassed or are you realistically looking for us to get out a conference group or like get second in a Europa group what's your thoughts in Europe first of all um, I think we should always be aiming high but we need to be realistic as well it's not quite like Scottish Cup and things like that where I think we should be aiming to win it every year in the Europa League as much as I'd love to say let's aim to win it which I think and the most part should be the if you're in it to play in it, you should be in it to win it. I don't know really we're not, but Rangers have managed to get to the final. Why can't we? Nah, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. <laughs> I think um about fucking four hundred mil. <laughs> the I, I would like to see a Zayman for sort of third in the group. If we get to the Europa League, third in the group, I think should be the target. Um I think that drops us into the conference league. Um, which is just added on games. It's more exposure in Europe. It's more money, more prize money for winning games and things like that. And I think looking at it this way, looking at the Europa League games, we should be aiming to win as many as possible just to get that money. 
yeah, nail on the head, Hammy. You want to get into Europa League group stages because then you have three opportunities to go into a knockout football. Yeah. Instead of in the Conference League. Yeah. Exactly. Let's let's wait for the group of death. Aye. <laughs> Aye. It's all dependent. As always, signings will be super super important. Um the the draw will be a a bit of a and if we can go as well because we are seeded we can't, we might get really low. yeah mm-hmm. and you know that Europa League we could get some really good ties in there as well I think is you know so the the honestly wouldn't be the end of the world though no that still be still, very good yeah, still be great aye mm-hmm. it's like when you're getting offered like you're around at your mum's and she's like do I get to go <laughs> It's gonna, it's gonna be good. There might be ones that you'd rather get. <laughs> That's a great analogy. Right. You've got Chinese <laughs> on the table. You want an Indian, but you're happy with the Chinese. Ah, exactly. I know exactly what you mean. Speaking my language. <laughs> <laughs> it's all free at the end of the day. Just like that European money is like free to hearts. Take it all. <laughs> Take it all. Um, I'm excited. Um, Hi, in terms of the league, we've got to be looking for nothing but third again. Aye. I, I, I honestly, if we finish any lower than third, I think that's going to be disappointing. <laughs> no, <laughs> not quite that far. Um, I, nah, let's not go there. I think third should be once again the target, and actually, the target should be close to Celtic rather than just in third. We should be trying to bridge that gap. I can't remember how many points it was. I think it's Nairs. Lots. Try and bridge them more. Lots. I, I agree. I think trying to just solidify us as the third best team um, consistently in the league. And I don't mean that as in like, oh, we're the biggest team, we're the third biggest team ever. Just finishing third consistently. Um, putting us... I Trying to widen the gap from the other teams, they won't be as bad this year, so we'll need to improve. Apart from They'll be worse. I mean, I don't want Hibsnet to be taking me snippets of this podcast, but at this time, with an ex-Jambo as manager and the signings of Cole Stockton, it feels like a, an inside sabotage job. I won't lie. <laughs> but Aberdeen are going to rebuild. Jim Goodwin's no daft. Um, wouldn't be surprised if Jamie McGrath goes there instead of Hearts. I don't know how, how much we're really looking at him. Um, not Jamie McGrath what am I fucking talking about Ronan sorry he's already away McGrath um, he, sponsored by Hazy Jane by Brewdog here um, <laughs> Aberdeen will be stronger it's it's not going to be a cakewalk this has been a once in a once in a decade season it feels like but we were we were bang on the points average of what, secu- what secures third place this season and we should be aiming for plus three points next season um, you think about some of the silly points we've dropped this season. It definitely feels like we could do more. Like despite yeah. such a good season, it has been frustrating at times, especially that spell where we drew Easter Road and we um fuck, I can't even remember the run, but I remember we well, went Dundee to... got four points at Tynecastle this year. That's that's four points right there you shouldn't yeah. be losing. I mean I know they're not in the league anymore, but uh, that was horrifying. And then James McPake got sacked. <laughs> Met Dundee <laughs> Dundee is nuts. But anyway, 
it does definitely feel like we can do better next season. A bit more depth, I think that's more than realistic and achievable. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Europe to look forward to. It's very exciting. The most exciting has been supporting Hearts since before Romanoff had to go in the run, surely. It's quality. It's absolutely quality. Um, let me open up my calendar, listeners. It's the 30th of May today. Um, we're going to resume at some point, probably near when the boys go back to pre-season, I'd imagine, like end of June sometime. Um, there'll, be a bun- there'll be nine sign-ins in the door by then. We'll have friendlies lined up. We've got, uh, there's, there are first friendlies being announced. Just about to say, July honey, 5th. Aye. East Fife. Glamour friendly. I like these wee games though. We have to play them every it's year. Some, I think it's, it's on this test, the fabric of the club. Aye. July night. The fourth of July. Is it the fourth? No, is it the fifth? Is it fifth July? Uh, Tuesday night, East Fife. I think it's somebody's testimonial. Um, right. from... Some wee jumble. From Faye. Anthony McDonald. <laughs> um, so I end of June, loads of sign in, endless start in. Well, the, the problem you're going to have, listener, come the start of August is going to be do you decide to commit yourself to that away game, the Europa League playoff game? Or are you going to choose to wait it out and see who you get in the group? That's going to be the hardest choice of your summer. Thank you, Simon. Thank you, Hammy, for coming. Uh, a big fuck you to Cameron for just being out for dinner tonight and not making the podcast. And uh, Paddy's working, which is completely fair enough. And thanks to Padman Productions for loads of editing time tonight. And I'm not exaggerating. So much editing tonight. Um, but yeah, I hope you have had a fantastic season, listeners. We've enjoyed bringing you this content week in, week out. Um, a well-deserved break now. Pretty much already on my jollies here. So is Hammy as ever on a Monday night. <laughs> Simon's just chilling like normal. Um, but have a fantastic off-season. We look forward to warming up with you around the end of, uh, I don't know, at some point this summer. And getting ready for our European jollies. Very exciting. So, um, aye. Keep, keep in touch with us on social media at hearts underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Um, remember your right, sunscreen. Dad. Right, Dad, bye. Remember bye. your sunscreen bye. and drink some water now and again. <laughs> Bye-bye.